I've been told no so many times in the music industry anyways that I'm like, whatever, I mm-hmm. can do whatever I want. Like, yeah. I can literally put and out music is, tomorrow if I wanted to. This is why my mantra so, has always been, don't tell yourself no when there's going to be a thousand of the people that are already going to tell you that. Why are you letting, exactly. why are you telling yourself no before you've even given anybody else the chance to Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode. Welcome back to another new episode of the new year. We're we are s- just killing the game. We are thriving. We're, We're still s- in person. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> We're soaking up all the time we can get, possibly, and yeah. all the podcast like content we can get in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is nice. It's, mm-hmm. it's very it's relaxed and chill. Yep. I now remember what it's like to record late at night. Um, yeah, welcome <laughs> to my world. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you know, we just do it for the pod. But no, like literally when we're like, yeah, you're like, let's record at five. And I'm like, oh my God. And then like eight comes around and I'm like, oh my God. I'm so and I don't want to talk anymore, but I do it for you guys. I I'm so sorry. It's fine. It happens. It's fine. You know, it is what it is. And uh, we put out the content and we just, you know, are tired. Here's the thing. And this is a thing that I've learned recently about my body. And like, I really would love to do an episode about this because if you gals haven't realized, we often talk about relationships on this podcast. It's kind of like what we founded this podcast on, obviously. And we love talking about it and we're never going to stop talking about that. Please don't ever think that. Uh, But one thing that we really also want to do is expand the podcast into other different topics and talk to professionals, not just influencers and different areas. So like health, wellness, um, mindfulness, spirituality, you know, all these other... um, Ten polls we have like for this whole podcast and really be a guide for you in like many different areas of your life. And one thing that we really like have put on the initiative for this year is to expand the health and wellness genre. And one episode that came to mind today that I would love for us to kind of explore is not only like nutrition, but like I've realized I think I have high cortisol levels. I've never been tested for it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I've. It's been all over my TikTok, like signs of high cortisol levels. And I think that I kind of like tick all the boxes for it. So it's something that I'm interested in talking to my doctor about when I go in for my physical this year, because I think one of the key signs was, you know, chronic fatigue, but then like getting like a bolt of energy at like 10 PM at night, which is is me to a T. That is not me. (laughs) I can be, like I wake up tired. It doesn't matter if I get an adequate amount of sleep. It doesn't mean, it doesn't matter like how well my rest is. Like if I sleep the whole night and I have very quality sleep and I go through like four REM cycles, you know, Mm -hmm. the standard amount, it does not matter. I still wake up feeling super lethargic and very, very tired. And yes, I do have ADHD. So that is one thing because I don't have high dopamine levels. Um, But by like 10 PM, I'm like wide awake and I'm like what is the deal with this and that's not the only thing that I'm considering the reason I have high cortisol levels I just honestly can't think of the other signs off the top of my head but yeah like that's one thing that I have recently kind of learned about myself so like we said last week in our kind of recap and lessons for the new year I am trying to reconnect with my fitness journey and 
my parents, I've been staying with them while I've been home half. They don't have like the Peloton, but like they got like the off brand. Like, I was going to sh- say, honestly, like there's no it's point like in buying sh- the Peloton. Yeah, it's though. like the Schwimm um, <laughs> okay. uh, stationary bike. And I wasn't never kind. I've never been like a huge cardio gal. Mm-hmm. Like I love like resistance training. I love weight training, Pilates, like the very low impact exercise classes like that's my jam because mm-hmm. uh, cardio is never my thing because i have sports induced asthma oh, so fun. it's just never been like a really great thing for me and i don't have the endurance to go for a long time yeah and go at a very intense pace uh so i've always been afraid to go to like a cycle class even though i've always been interested in it and it's funny because i remember the writer that i dated like oh, a couple, i'll never forget it was also a cyclist <laughs> and i gave Maybe. him so much shit okay but cycling on the road is very different than cycling on a stationary yes. bike yes no offense to uh, our listeners if like you love cycling like cycling on a road you're a nerd cycling and like soul cycle you're cool yeah um, <laughs> also you're safer ten thousand percent because this man would literally go biking down laurel canyon and and if you live in LA, you know that's literally a death wish. Like the people that cycle in like uh, New York City, I'm like, you're literally asking to get hit by a taxi. Like oh, you are asking to get hit by somebody. Absolutely, one thousand percent. So I gave it a shot, and I, at first I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I just thought, I think like one day, because I've never been like an after work kind of workout girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, because I'm just too exhausted. And mm-hmm. so the other day, I was like. Let me just, I like, it was so funny. I was in like, you know, a big t-shirt and like leggings and um, no bra. And I just like threw on my mom's tennis shoes that were like a little bit too big for me. And I just like was slowly going and I'm like, this isn't bad. Okay. Let me go. Let me go put some bike shorts and like a sports bra like, and like okay, my tennis shoes. Let me actually shoes. get ready. <laughs> and I was like, we're just going to slowly pedal. I'm like flipping through TikTok and I'm like, let me go get my AirPods and maybe I'll put on like this playlist that I have and we'll just see we'll just see I'm just gonna do it for 15 minutes Mm, okay maybe just 30 minutes okay we're just gonna stay on for the whole hour Hour. (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna spend an hour here it's fine (laughs) and like low-key like really enjoyed it yeah it was great I was drenched in sweat which normally like I do low impact workouts so that is not something that I am you know I, I sweat in those classes but I'm not like you know Dripping. Dripping yeah. out of breath, have soaked pants afterwards, but then I did. And I like had curated perfect playlists because at first I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like it took a lot for me to even stand up on the bike. I yeah. was like, holy crap, this is hard. <laughs> uh, if you do Soul Cycle, props to you, yeah. honestly, because I don't know how, you, one, you go that fast and how you stand up all the time like that. But you know, I always see the classes on TikTok and I always see the Peloton videos and I'm like, they're so high energy. Yeah. They're like super fun. Yeah. And I'm like, it just looks so intimidating. And like, I would, I would love to do one, but like you're going to put me at the last bike. Yeah. I need to be in the back, back. like back <laughs> right hand corner near the exit. I'm not like, going to I'm I'm be able to hit that. The song that goes to like 150 BPM. No, I'm not going to be able to go that fast. No. Like you're going to catch me sitting at some point. But I will say. The two songs 
that I had heard these songs because when I was in undergrad, I was in a dance organization. Mm-hmm. I was like in this dance group and I would have to lead the workout sometimes because I was one of the leaders for it. Yeah. And I always had like two songs on my playlist that I always use because like when you're doing jumping jacks or you're doing like, you know, squats and stuff, like it's really good for that. And like randomly I would hear them and I'm like, for some reason I would think, oh, this would be like a really cool song for like a cycle class or something and i'm 99 sure if you go to soul cycle or you teach cycling you've definitely probably used these in your routine before you're like bitch yes i've i've known about this like I mean, where I've have you been, been? Where like. have you been? <laughs> but if you want to get into it and you don't want to take a class but you're like i don't know what songs to listen to i have three amazing ones for you that you should add um and they're also three songs i like running to as well so if mm-hmm. you want and i like them because the um the BPM like increases and then decreases. Like the the um, yeah. the pacing is different, so you can kind of take your breaths a little bit. But it is Clarity by Zed. Okay, <laughs> which everybody fucking knows. Yeah. it's a great one though because what I did is I did sitting down during the verses, standing up during the chorus, um, and really great like just high energy for that. Where Are You Now by Justin Bieber. Of course. I remember running to that song when it came out. It's like, a good I was like, this is song. a great song to run to. It's a great one. And I did the same thing, sitting down during the uh, verses, standing up um, during the chorus. And then if you want to do one sitting down and just doing like speed, like you want to go really fast, uh, Lose Control by Missy Elliott. Ooh, that's a good one. I did the first half. Uh, going forward, and then the second half pedaling backwards. Oh, look at so you being like, all fancy on your And bike. then honorable mention, Smile Back by Mac Miller, because that's oh, yeah. my favorite song to run to. That's a good one. Uh, it's my favorite song to run to, uh, so also would recommend it for cycling. Yeah. So yeah. So if you have fitness goals for this year, I hope that helps you out. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you want more <laughs> recommendations. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, it's funny that you say that you're not like an after work workout person because sorry if you guys hear the dogs in the background they will not stop um but after work workout person because neither am i but i've been going after work for this like whole because i've been trying my goal is to like move my body every day in january at least like starting there or just move my body in general but um you mean you can move your body from the bed to the couch yes that's not what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but like that is movement. <laughs> yes, I'm. I I left it loosely so that I didn't so that I didn't feel pressured to do like a certain kind of workout or whatever. But um, yeah. So I've been going at night and I don't hate it. I don't love it because I feel like my evening is gone. Like I get back mm-hmm. and it's already eight o'clock and I haven't had dinner or I've not you know done whatever. But. Well, I don't love it. And I this is going back to the high cortisol thing. Your cortisol levels are higher in the morning mm-hmm. when you first wake up. And those that is a better time for your body to work out if you do have high cortisol levels. So that is one reason why I do prefer working out in the morning specifically. Oh, I 100% prefer it because yeah. then you're like done. Like it almost, almost like sets your day up for better success because you're ready to go. Well, I also like if I'm doing like a high intensity workout like cycling, I'm going to sweat and then I'm going to want to wash my hair afterwards and I don't mind doing that. I have the time, I can make the time in the morning to do that. It's just that I have to blow dry my hair and then my hair looks so good and then I've got to go to bed after that and I'm wasting like a good hair day. Oh, I see. See, I'm the opposite. I would rather do my high-intensity workouts at night so that I can wash my hair and go to bed with it wet because I don't dry my hair. See, yeah, I have to blow dry my hair. Yeah. And I'm wasting, like, I literally blew dry my hair last night, and I was like, I told my mom, I was like, see, this is why I hate working out at night because 
look at how great my hair looks. Look at how good I look right now. And, and I have to go to bed. Go bed. And it's not going <laughs> to look like this in the morning. And so <laughs> that's why I like taking showers mm-hmm. and washing my hair in the morning. But I will say I work from home and without a commute, it is hard for me to transition between work mode and home mode, especially being in an apartment. Um, and one thing that I had done before is like taking a shower after work, like not even washing my hair, just like a normal, like mm-hmm. everyday shower kind of thing. And that does help a little bit, but I will say like working out and then, uh, taking a shower, washing my hair, and then, like, being able to do my skincare routine, like, right after that for the night was really nice. And I do feel like that workout was, like, a good way to not only, re- like, unwind and let out stress from work, it it also provided that transition I needed since I don't have that commute available to me. And normally I am not the workout at home kind of gal. Like even when I growing up, my parents had a treadmill and I never would run on that because I don't like treadmills. I don't like, I don't, I'm not a big, like, Oh, let's go walk on the treadmill. Or let's go running. Now, if I had a walking pad, like all the other girls on TikTok did, that's another story. <laughs> I want one of those, but, but I, also, I love walking on the treadmill. But I also need a standing desk. And yeah, I was going to say, it, up. it just gets... It gets a little, it gets a little expensive. So I, I'm not going to buy a bike right now. I don't got the money for, to buy a bike, but I do feel like if I had a stationary bike, I probably actually would use that at home. Yeah. Yeah. And because like trying to get, I mean, I have a yoga mat. I got the ball of weights. I got the resistant right. bands. And I, do I ever pull them out? No, no. because that means I got to like follow a class of I all. know. Because I don't know what to do without. Like, you would think I've taken pure, I've taken like right. over 400 classes of pure bar. You right. would think I would know you what the fuck I'm doing. You think you could do the freaking whole entire thing in your head. No, but I can't. I can't no. recall any like, no. lessons. But like getting on that. And that's why I think I like like a treadmill or like an elliptical or like mm-hmm. one of those kind of exercise mm-hmm. machines to have in your home is because you can just hop on it and do something kind of more mindlessly yes than having to like sit there and follow something on youtube or follow yes. or like write out your steps and then well, you spend 30 minutes planning also and- with like doing like pilates and bar at home or yoga yoga i can do if it's like um that more the more relaxing meditative type i can do that at home that's not a problem but when we're talking pilates and bar if it's a move that I've never done before, I would like to have an instructor present. That way I know if I'm doing it correctly and I'm being able to like target the certain muscle that I need to target. Um, because if I'm not doing it correctly, my form's not correct, then what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. Right. Because so. like, and that's the thing that I think that I am afraid to kind of do with at home workouts is like, I don't want to do it wrong and then be doing it wrong over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. and like hurt myself. Mm-hmm. I also hate ab workouts. Is that just me or or like I What ab workouts do you not like? Hate I hate them. Well, ever which ones do I just, you not no, like? No, no, I don't I like doing I like them. I hate doing them. I mean, I don't know the anybody act, who's like, yeah, play. The act of like getting down on my back and like doing fucking bicycle like Put your legs up and go them down and hover okay, them and put them back up and mm-hmm. hover them down. That that's like I hate everything about it. You need to do Pilates. I think I would love Pilates because it's all engaging your core. Everything. I think I would love Pilates. So, but I don't want to pay for Pilates. 
Pure Bar Reform is like Pilates Reformer. Oh, okay. It's just without the reform machine. But it's the same exact, exact principles, same thing. the exact yeah. same things you're doing, yeah. but with higher resistant bands that are attached to the, a physical wall. Oh, I need to look into that because I did um, like cardio bar classes at the Y when I used to be a member there. And I loved it. It but, was such a good yeah. workout, but I am not paying for the Y. And Pilates Reformer, I think you would probably like that a lot more because you're literally, it's low impact. Mm-hmm. So you're not like doing those high intensity um, workouts to where you're raising your cortisol levels. I'm kind of over the high intensity workouts. So do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, those are those things, it adds stress like to your I'm, body. Right. And like I was doing some light research on TikTok and they were talking about how like when you're trying to, you know, like I know everyone's like on this whole like weight loss is not my goal. Well, weight loss is my goal this year, but that's like a big long-term goal. So I'm trying to like focus it more into like being healthy and doing things that are healthier for my body. Mm -hmm. But I was researching on TikTok and they were saying that high intensity workouts causes stress on your body Mm -hmm. and stress is what causes you to hold on to fat. Mm -hmm. And I've always had a really hard time, not me getting vulnerable, like getting rid of the fat that I hold in my lower Mm -hmm. stomach, Mm -hmm. but I'm stressed Mm -hmm. all of the the time. It's a common area. A lot of women hold that. And so, and so when you have so much stress on your body and you're not able to kind of like work through that and then you're adding stress onto Mm -hmm. your body, even Mm -hmm. if you're like, eating like in a super, super like low calorie deficit and then doing high intensity, your body's like, what the heck are we doing? And so then it just holds on to that more and you have a harder time making those like losses that you're wanting to to do or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, I had never thought about it like that. That the fact that like me doing like, what are they called? Jump squats and running and lunges and burpees. And like, of course my body's going to be like, what the heck? So I've been trying to find like, I am more into the like the walking thing right now. Like mm-hmm. I've been doing that a lot. I've been trying to hit like eight to ten thousand steps a day, and I like the way I feel after mm-hmm. it. And like I don't feel stressed. Mm-hmm. Not that I felt st- like I would just feel like totally depleted after mm-hmm. doing like a high intensity mm-hmm. workout. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is just not. And I think I'm trying which to is, figure out what my body wants. Yeah, which is the opposite so. of how I feel when I feel like I do like a low impact workout. Right. Whereas I just feel regenerated. Right. Um, and stronger. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, yes, my muscles are sore, but I don't feel depleted. Right. Um, well, and I feel like Pilates would be better for me too, because one of my goals, like, like I said, like I would like to lose some weight, but in reality, I just want to be healthy, but I also really would like to be stronger. And like, I, feel I would like, really yes. like to be able to do a side plank. Yeah. And I cannot do a side plank oh, to girl. save my life. And I can't. Yeah, you gotta I get can't, on. I can't it. decide if it's my strength or my ankles. It, you guys, <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. Well, I will. But um, yeah, you need to go on Pilates, and I will say, Club Pilates, t- uh, your the first class is free. Oh, uh, beautiful. That's where I. That's where I wanted to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, you need to get on that because I can do a side plank now. They're great. I don't. I can actually do a whole ninety second plank now, um, which I used to like not be able to do. Like I used to have to go straight to my knees, and yeah. couldn't hold it. Um, I can do a minute. I don't think I can do ninety seconds. But it's intense. Yeah. yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no. But I feel like like I would like to challenge myself in that way of like becoming stronger and like really kind of working on more like specific workouts and getting better at those mm-hmm. than trying to like do all of these crazy things mm-hmm. in the gym that I don't really know what I'm doing and then not get the outcome that I'm yeah, looking for exactly. or desiring or whatever. Exactly. So if you gals like want us to continue this conversation, we thought about doing a, a whole fitness episode like with 
uh, particular fitness instructors. And I have a friend who owns a very popular gym in Los Angeles. And I've thought about having him on the show as well, too, to kind of walk us through how you can get started for like your fitness routine in the new year. Uh, so if this is something you're interested in. Let us know. Hit us up on Instagram at the Galskai Pod. Flood our DMs uh, with questions you would love to have answered in regards to fitness and wellness. But before we get into today's episode, I need to know your captivation. Oh, I am really, I don't know why right now, into trash TV. So oh. I've been watching Love is Blind season three. Oh my God. So I also have a reality show for <laughs> my captivation. <laughs> and I, so backstory, I've never watched Love is, Love is Blind at all. Wait, what? I didn't even really know the concept of it. Like I, I knew about the pods, Hold but up. I didn't. You never watched season no. one or season two? No. So the reason I watched season three was because I went to a Christmas party with some of my girls from college and they were watching it. And I was like, oh, what is this? And they were like, Trash TV, Love is Blind, season three or whatever. And we only watched like a couple episodes, but I was hooked on the like couples. Oh. So I came home and finished the season. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I feel, and like I'm watching their reunion right now. So I'm like halfway through the reunion and I'm like, oh, there's so much drama. And I this- don't know, like, I, I just need to like finish. This but, whole time I thought you've seen the whole oh, thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, because I've seen one and two, but I haven't seen season three. Oh, no, 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 no. But oh. um, man, that show is a little interesting. You uh, need to go watch. I'm going the to. Other I'm going to backtrack. I'm just going to go backwards now because oh. I'm like, I'm just going to go backwards. Because other seasons, it's a hot mess. It is a hot mess express, and I sort of love it at the same time. Like, I, I'm into these like, these shows that literally would never work like if a real person tried to do it. I mean, they are real people. That sounds dumb. But like, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm into these like crazy ideas that these producers and like people that write these shows come up with. It's like who like what? You're gonna like propose to someone you've like talked to through a wall? Like that's just so bizarre yes. to me. So but I didn't even see that part. Like I like I didn't even see the beginning of season three. Oh, I just saw You gotta see the pod. Part. I just saw when they were like engaged. Oh. So I need to like really backtrack. Yeah, you need to see when they're in the pods but, and see how that goes. Yeah. Because people be interesting uh, that's all i gotta well, say well and then like like one of the guys was like telling his girl that he had proposed to like spoiler alert i'm not gonna say names but like basically that like as soon as he saw the other girl that he was really attracted to and didn't end up proposing to like like he had feelings for her and she was a smoke show and oh, like that happens in every all season in front of like to the girl that he's supposed to be marrying yeah. and ha- she's just like mm-hmm that happens like, every season. What the heck? It's bizarre. It I mean, I guess I get like I get it because you've made connections with like multiple people, but at the same time, like once you've chosen someone, like you don't uh, you don't say like, "Hey, hi, um that girl's hotter than you." Yeah, no. Cuz like, like you he kept think- saying he kept saying I'm like so emotionally like emotionally we're like perfect but i'm just not like physically attracted to you yet so this was like a whole i was just like what how we, that self-esteem gone go watch season two i will i will because you think for, that doesn't sound as bad what happened in season if two. my fiance told me that he wasn't physically attracted to me and he was working on that i would be out the door i'm pretty sure there was one guy he had a really good connection with this one girl and like when they like came out of you know, when they first meet and everything, like literally right after the proposal in the hallway, um, like he was so enamored with her and everything. And then I don't remember the couple names, but you guys, if you watched it, you'll know who I'm talking about. And then he was like, oh yeah, she reminds me of my mom. 
like she looks like my mom and reminds me of my mom and everything and i'm like oh like my god in a weird way or a good way in a bad you know how way are in like, a bad way like and like i'm not attracted to you because you're um, you look like my mom because you know some people are like they remind me of my dad but like it's it's in like a Mm-mm. how they act and Mm-mm. all those things he was like she reminds me like my auntie and everything oh. just go watch i will i'm gonna go watch season two i'm gonna watch I, i'm probably not gonna go back and watch the pods part of season three but i'll go and like start it yeah season, but i'm gonna do season two and then season one yeah but yeah, yeah I'm I'm I lo- I'm loving some trash TV right now. Um, wow, and my mind needed a break from anything that I actually had to think about. So. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Well, well, what's yours? Mine is also a reality show. I'm just living my early 2000s dream because Netflix has Laguna Beach and the first two seasons oh. of The Hills. Wait, what? The yeah. Hills is on there. The first two seasons. Oh, I love The Hills. Which, if you know me, I have the entire series on DVD. That's so funny that you have The Hills and I have The Office. <laughs> We're so totally very different. I just don't have a DVD player anymore, so I can't watch So you the just Hills. need to get with a guy that has a PlayStation, because <laughs> then you can just put it... Like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's how we like, watch The Office. I've been wanting to watch it recently, and I was like, how much is a DVD player? <laughs> um, looks, looks it up at Walmart. Because, like, <laughs> I really want to watch it, and I just had the whole, like, six seasons on DVD, and I, yeah, and the first two seasons, I wish I needed them to get all of them. Season three is the best, in my opinion. Because Who had the hills before? Like what Hulu. streaming? Pla- and Hulu's, it's on Hulu. I don't anymore. think so. I haven't looked. Oh, I haven't tried. Okay, okay. Maybe Netflix is slowly trying to pull yeah. it over. Yeah, because they had Laguna Beach, and I, I didn't even, know Laguna Beach was on Netflix. Yes, Laguna though. Beach is on there. Laguna Beach. I've been watching that one first because. I, I don't have that one on DVD, and so I miss that, and I miss seeing, like, Lauren Conrad and Christina Cavallari. Like, it's 15 years old. It's adorable. Um, and it's just, like, good mind of a TV. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's the it's a better reality show than the Kardashians or any other reality shows out there. I, I have to admit, I've never watched the Kardashians. It's fine. You're not missing Or Jersey, Jersey Shore. I've never watched Jersey Shore. Yeah. Um, I was if, not into If those. you're going to watch the Kardashians, watch the new one on Hulu. Um, I just keep up with their drama on TikTok. <laughs> but I prefer, prefer, and I don't watch The Real Housewives or anything like that. I prefer The Hills, how theirs was done. And I think the reason I liked it more is because it, I mean, it is loosely scripted. But it feels more like a scripted TV show because you don't have those cutaway interviews that yes. they do with the producers where they're asking the questions to reflect on what's currently going on. Like in, in the, every in other ones. like Bachelor, Love is yeah. Blind. Yeah, I do like that about The Hills because you want to know the first time I watched it, I was thought it was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, it's, like I like I kept forgetting that like this was actually about their life. Yeah, so yeah, it feels more like a scripted show yeah. than a reality show, and I thoroughly i did i think that's one reason why i liked it it just feels more fluid and it's so heavily edited like looking back you oh can tell gosh, so like, edited. they have their phone sitting next to them and i remember Kristen capillary saying like yeah like if you see us looking at our phones it's probably because the producers texting us like a line to say or something and just like little things like that and like if you hear me saying something but you don't see my face and me saying the thing it's, it's totally probably, out of context it's probably adr or like a line they got from 
from another part in that conversation. They're plugging that in for a reaction to make drama or something. So I yeah. wonder if Spencer was as bad as they made Spencer I out to be. Follow him on TikTok now, and I love, love him. him. Okay, see, oh that's, my God. see, that's what I was thinking. I, I mean, was like, he's not a great person. I, was like, I don't feel like he's like maybe the best person, but I don't feel like the way they portrayed him was like fair to who he probably. He def- or maybe he was more of a a him, tool back in the day. But him like and Heidi have said that they. The producers were kind of came up to them. He will. The producers really came up to Heidi and were like, "You're gonna beat be the, our villain." Yeah, and so she kind of just like when once that happened and she saw the separation between her and Lauren happening, she just kind of played into it. She's like, "You want a villain? I'm gonna give you a villain." It's the same thing Kristen Cavallari did because when Kristen Cavallari came on to season five after Lauren Conrad left, she like even said the producers came up to them were coming up to her and we're like we're going to use like the tagline to promote you coming on as a new lead like the bitch is back and like she was like not okay with that but she was like i mean if you want to be your villain i'm going to i'll play a villain it's a part of acting in that sense and i mean the same with all of them i think but really spencer and heidi for sure they really just played in that villain role and spencer kind of said in uh, interviews that he finagled his way on to being on the hills because he knew who Heidi was and he kind of like finessed his way to get on the hills by meeting Heidi. Yeah. And that was originally what that all that was. But then he actually like got feelings for Heidi and fell in love with her and everything. But yeah, I I just think it was really interesting how it was all created. You can definitely listen to, I think, I think Heidi does an interview on call her daddy that kind of goes into it more a little bit. I need to listen to that because that would be good. But, um, and then Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti do have a whole podcast called back to the beach where they reflect on Laguna beach and actually did an episode with Lauren Conrad as well, where they kind of reflected on some stuff. But yeah, I think it's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it will always be my favorite reality show and it's just good early two thousands nostalgia mm-hmm. if you want it i definitely recommend it. if you never watched it and especially if you live in la fucking watch up. it <laughs> fucking watch it you're missing out on some great content but yes. that that yeah those are some great cap the captivations i have been loving a lot of the captivations we've been talking about lately and if you're curious we do keep like a whole highlight on our instagram you can check out at the gal sky pod we update those like every single week with our new episodes and you can find more content that goes along with the episodes on that instagram as well along with our personals at emily elise and hers is at hannah adams miller and like i said we're expanding the podcast we want to branch out into different you know topics on this show and if you're interested and some different topics like hit us up in our DMs, let us know. You can email us, hello at thegalsguidepod.com. We also have a website. And if you want to explore all the different episodes, we have over 160 episodes. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast. And feel free to hit subscribe, follow while you're over there and leave us a beautiful review. But we're going to do a couple ad reads really quickly and then we're going to get into today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So today's episode was 
really inspired by this other podcast I have been listening to. And if you are a fan of podcasts, you have probably heard of this man, Hannah had it. And I was very yeah, ashamed. Yeah, I had it. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to do uh, some more podcasting. <laughs> but if you are into the podcast game, you have definitely heard of Jay Shetty. And I love his podcast on purpose. It is really deeply motivating and just very mindful and meditative in a way and just really healthy. He has a lot of celebrities on and they talk a lot about mental health. They talk a lot about how they're improving their overall mental wellness in their life and, you know, being vulnerable with certain topics like that, which I think is really beautiful. And he does a lot of episodes where he gives his listeners questions to self-reflect on different topics. And one that I thought was really great and that I kind of wanted to explore with you. And I think the gals really love too, because these are questions you can kind of take and use in different relationships, friendships, partnerships in your life. And that is the seven questions you must ask to deepen any relationship, friendship or partnership, just to kind of put it out there. And I think that these are questions you can, you know, get to know your parents better. You can ask on a date. You can ask in a, your, you know, your wife, husband. And I think that these are things, when I looked at the questions, I was like, oh, these are good ways to kind of, like, do, like, even, like, yearly check-ins with people and just see how you can improve and just see if everything's, like, going okay to, like, avoid, like, fights like going on in like your life and avoid like miscommunication and yeah. I think that after I read them I was like oh I kind of wanted to like implement this like with more people that I know in my life so I feel like I don't do this enough with the people that are in my life the check-ins like, yeah like check-ins and I've I've always been kind of like anxious to do them and I don't think it's from like a, oh, they're going to tell me that I'm like a shitty friend or like a shitty partner or whatever. So the one thing about me that annoys you, that, uh, that annoy, <laughs> one thing about you that annoys me, um, <laughs> let me, Hold where on, do let I me begin? Just like <laughs> we are getting deep tonight. No, I think like, and like, I think this just is weird. I, like for me, it's just, it, it feels, it feels out of my comfort zone to like sit down with somebody on the couch and say... Like, how how do you feel our relationship is going? Well, and I I don't know if it's because it feels like scripted or if it like you know what I mean like you know so, those like awkward conversations you have with people. Well, so <laughs> this is so interesting that that around like this time last year we had my beautiful friend Kirsty Taylor mm-hmm. on the podcast and. One thing that she says that she actively does in her relationship with her partner is they do like weekly check-ins yeah. and that's one way they avoid um, getting into fights because instead of something festering and building up, it's just like, Hey, like check in. Like, is there anything that I've done lately that's upset you? I don't know. Is that, I would love to have her back on I and like figure to, out. I would love to have her back on yeah, the podcast. Cause she just got engaged too. She did. Congratulations. Um, but like w- Doing it to where it doesn't feel like scripted, and I because I think like the more casual, like how have you been this week? Like how are you? Like how are things going? You it's know, like, it's like um, so we're like, here for mm. our weekly check in. So like, here it's like we a, go. How you that, work like and a that's boss? What I, like when it, yeah, because when I see people like doing this on TikTok, I like <laughs> feels like so, like a team meeting. Like, like all you, right, team, pencil into my G number cow. one. <laughs> have I done anything to disrespect you this week? 
oh, the dishes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it feels very, almost like, yeah, almost like a staff meeting. Like, But I, but think, I think if you could do it more in this way, it's going to feel more natural. feels more natural. And then also, the one takeaway that I have for it is that you just have to give... It is a very vulnerable conversation. You have to give all your vulnerability to it and just be honest to it. And but I mean, honest in a gentle way. Like, don't be a mean person about right, it. Right, right. And but, I feel like I could do this with like Blaine and you, yeah, and yeah. like maybe my sister and like family. But like yeah. outside of that, I feel very like I don't know. Like yeah. I'm not comfortable enough to where I feel like I could be as vulnerable as I would need to be in that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. And this is so. a, a one a, a, like. February of last year, was it? I had a conversation with the actor and, you know, we had been distant for a while because he was in another relationship, but we were still remaining friends. And he is definitely the kind of person, like once a relationship ends, he likes to have a conversation and like a recap and like a closure kind of moment. Whereas I've never had that, like I've never been given that or even given the opportunity to like get that fine like it's after you've broken up and then we're coming back to kind of reflect on like what we learned and like give like almost like a Yelp review like of a like, year a year in review <laughs> yeah of like a reflection of like how was this relationship and yeah. I mean it had been a while since him and I had like talked about like us and he was like you know we never talked about this like let's talk about it and I was like oh no I'm good like I've kind of moved on already he was like well, I feel like you had, you sound like you had things to say. And I was like, no, like I've moved on. He was just like, no, like tell me, like, I don't care if you moved on. Like, I want to know, like, did I do something that upset you? Because like, I would like to like learn, learn from, from, and it's a very valuable thing. Like I totally understand like why he likes doing it because if there was something that he did do wrong in that relationship and I didn't communicate it because I was scared to or something, like if it's something that I, that could that wasn't just like me. Like it was something that he could continuously do in other relationships and it's not a good thing. And he's just not aware of it. Like I respect him for kind of being the person that like wants to know and kind of like clear the air. So we just had like the most honest conversation ever. And I think that it was a really pivotal and honest conversation for our friendship and really allowed us to kind of reach a new level in our friendship. And I really admire him for that. So I think there's different ways you can do this, whether it is just, you know, I mean, props to you if you can kind of bring up in like a natural way. I don't know how to do that part without being like, huh, so I need to like ask you some so questions. Questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> but drinking question number one. <laughs> Take a shot if you <laughs> felt like I. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess we can just kind of start diving yeah right into it. Um, and I'm gonna ask you. Oh and gosh! Don't put me on the spot. That's fine. You, can put you me don't on the have spot. the questions in front of you. I, don't I the, do. I don't have the questions, and I don't have the answers. So <laughs> I'm gonna ask you the question, and okay. you're gonna give me the feedback on to, about me. Oh, okay. And then vice versa, because okay. I'm asking you about me. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Oh God! No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so question number one: What am I doing right that I should do more of? Ooh. Putting yourself out there. In like all aspects of your life, in new friendships, in new job opportunities, in 
like relationship areas. I feel like you have really grown over the past like couple months in that those areas and like really just said, you know, I'm just going to do it. Like screw it if I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing or like what the outcome's going to be. And I feel like I've seen you grow and like be more comfortable doing that, especially in a very like new place. Like mm-hmm. you're not in your, I mean, you're in your comfort, you're in more in your comfort zone now than you were when you first moved out to LA. But like watching, watching that progression, I thought was really cool. And I think it's something you should continue to do Thanks. because uh, there's big things coming for you in 2023. So, Thanks. Yeah. Well, for you, that, it, I kind of have two things. Um, because your answer kind of made me think of another second thing. But uh, first thing that came to mind was that I think you've always been really great um, at being conscious of money. And that is something that I don't think that I am great at. And I do admire that about you. And I think that you've done a great job at really kind of like narrowing down like what you need to do in order to make this album successful. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is great. And I think you've really put like a lot of like energy into that and have been, I think you'll be able to like, once you like grow your family and everything, I think you'll definitely like be on the right track in order to like make sure that, you know, you're able to provide for your family and Mm -hmm. never like be worried about like, if you're going to make like ends meet kind of thing. I think you really like set yourself up really well for that part of adulthood that I don't think a lot of people our age have done yet. So I think, um, that's great. But then also lately, I feel like you've been doing a lot more, uh, writing and as far as your music and I know your husband has mm-hmm. been helping with that motivation so this is also to him Get keep your husband keep uh blame this is to you keep doing that <laughs> whatever you're doing that's like motivating her to like write more keep doing that yep. Uh, yep. he even is like you're not writing enough and I'm like I'm trying but you've been doing it lately and I'm I like, proud of you so like I'm going to Nashville next weekend and to record three songs but when I made the plan I only had two and mm-hmm. I like wrote a third song the other yeah. night and when like so that, that was cool because like and I've been like really inspired lately by like several artists and like they've given me ideas for things that I want to write and so I'm trying to like be a little bit better about taking the time to plan out the idea but before I just kind of like jump into it so yeah I've definitely been motivated recently for sure I love that and I like when you told me that you had uh, three songs. I was like, oh wow! I thought I didn't. I wasn't expecting that yeah. many. I was yeah. like, oh wow! I didn't know you like, you were, um, kind of like going that hard and everything. I, on this, this is not one of his questions. I'm gonna add this question. Okay, so this we is like not, to add. This questions. is now this eight is questions. Now eight questions. <laughs> um, what is one thing that I'm not doing that I should do more? And I have an answer for you because this kind of goes off of all of this, like mm-hmm. for like you and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Uh, you should network more. And Uh-oh. I've told you this. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Every I, day. Like, <laughs> I felt it coming. I was like, <laughs> you should network more. Go to and, more artist uh, shows and meet more artists. Literally, my dad, we were recording this on a Wednesday night. And my dad was like, are you doing anything with Hannah tomorrow night? Because you should drag her down to this uh, brewery downtown because they have open mic night. Two so- You just can bring a backtrack. You don't have to bring a guitar, piano, and you get two songs. They do it every week. You should drag her down there. I'm like, we got to record the podcast. Every week. Every week, Wednesday night, wise man. I didn't know they did open mic. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good to know. Because I'll, week, two I'll songs. go. Every week, two now songs. Now that Blaine's on a normal shift, we can go together. Yeah. I so. can just sing two of my songs. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's what that I think be, that's what a lot of people do. That would be really nice. I I am afraid to put myself out there and I don't really know why. I think I've always been afraid of failure. So like I'm trying to be better about that because I've been told no so many times in the music industry anyways that I'm like, whatever, I can mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Like yeah. I can literally put and out music is, tomorrow if I wanted to. This is why my mantra so, has always been don't tell yourself no when there's gonna be a thousand of the people that are already gonna tell you that. Why are you letting exactly. why are you telling yourself no before you've even given anybody else the chance to? Exactly. And I and I think I have always kind of like hidden behind that a little bit. So I'm proud of myself for doing doing the thing and I think it's gonna be a fun journey and and I'm excited to kind of see like where it goes. So. Is there anything that I'm um, not doing that I should be doing anymore? You should be <laughs> writing your <laughs> script. <laughs> I know that's what you were gonna say <laughs> because it's such a good idea, and you you've made some moves. But um, we're all here waiting <laughs> patiently to read the first draft. Trust me, um, my so friend. <laughs> my friend is a manager, and he's like. I want to sign you, but like you need like, more. I need some more work. You from need you. more. And you need more in your portfolio before I, need I can do some that. More <laughs> items, please. No, I. That that's exactly where when you started talking, I was like, oh no, I know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, but yeah, because you have so many good ideas, and like I know it takes time. Because like, trust me, like I have a ton of song ideas, and then I'm like, eh, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So I know it takes time, and but yeah, I think like once said. you like get that spark of like motivation just like run with it and if it sucks yeah. the first draft sucks like that's always what, the opportunity to fix it that's what i try to remind myself is that the first draft i am such a perfectionist and that you want to be perfect the first time i've never been good at doing drafts neither have i like, i write a song co- and i'm like this has to be the song and, and they're like you can change that lyric and i'm like <laughs> in college like I remember even in graduate school, like we had timelines for rough drafts that they want us to do. Like we didn't have to turn in a rough draft, but they want us to have rough drafts done by then. Yeah. And this is when the final will be done. And I would just wait till the final one because I'm like, it's, why would I make a draft when I can just make it perfect the first time? Like, I think both of our problems, and I'm speaking for you, so tell me if this isn't true, but I think we get married to our ideas so much that the thought of changing anything about it is oh. like gut wrenching killing and my I'm darlings like, is I, so hard i'm like i don't want to change that so, like that there's a reason i'd said it that way okay. <laughs> so like the one thing that i've always tried to do and i feel like i've gotten better with it by doing some so i have this one pilot that i adore and i love and i've gotten better with doing revisions for it the best i can because i do see the potential in it i do see the errors that i need to improve on it's just that fitting it into like 30 pages is difficult mm-hmm. and you know, they always say kill your darlings. And one thing that you can do is say it's like a line that you really love. Okay, well, maybe it's just not perfect for this project. So you save right. it into like another file. I've done that before. 10 times out of 10, though, you're never going to use that line again. I know. And there's a reason. <laughs> you were holding on to it thinking that it was great, but it probably was your weakest link at the mm-hmm. same time. You think that it's amazing. and so Or you were trying to build your entire thing around that one line when in reality, like, it, it, you lost When you're writing sight. comedy, yeah, it's when you're writing comedy, especially, it's so hard yeah. because especially it's usually the joke that yeah. you're like, oh, no, it's like, that's the punchline, though. And it's right. just like... But it's like, I can't, that's get, the, I can't get to it. Like, yes. the, the surrounding pieces are not working the way I wanted them to. Yeah. So, so, no, Killing the Darlings is... 
And the white page is just really terrifying at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. Um, I always try to, like, when I'm, like, writing lyrics, I try to, like, I'm so bad. I write everything in my notes app because I'm, or on voice memos. And I try to do it on, like, a notes app that already has writing on it. <laughs> so it looks oh like okay, I've, I <laughs> I've already, like, started something. And then I'll, like, move it to, like, a blank one. But. Yeah. So I think. If you are a writer, I mean, like, the one thing that I have always said is, and I'm trying to implement, is that the first draft is for you, that you're the only person that's going to see it, and just reminding myself of that. And I think for me, I'm not even stuck, like, on the first draft. I'm stuck on the outline because I know that I have to outline in order to be able to get, like, a good going or else we're going to be, like, stuck and have to do, like, 5,000 rewrites. So, Mm -hmm. That's where I'm currently at with that whole process. But thank you for letting me know that. Is there anything I should be doing less of? Um, That's question number three. Hmm. I don't know. I can't think of any. I was going to say maybe procrastination, doubting yourself, but you don't really doubt yourself. I feel like you more doubt like your ability to complete. I feel like I down. Task. I feel like I downplay. Maybe downplay is the better word. Like downplay. Like I don't pump up myself enough. Yeah, I you kind of downplay. Like you're like, oh yeah, I like worked on this, and I'm like, what? Like that's huge, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, I okay. literally went to a Thanksgiving party, and I, I'm not the person that's gonna be like out like brag about myself. I don't like being around those people in LA, so I'm not gonna be that person myself. And I was at a party, and my guy friend I was with he was like yeah so she just like directed wrote and starred in this own movie and I just saw it the other day and it's amazing she's entering in festivals and I'm just like yeah, yeah. and then I was like what's yeah. it about well, oh my god it's amazing you wrote directed and started it and that's a like, huge accomplishment yeah, and so I'm yeah, like that's no big deal I'm like yeah it's called Holy War it was um yeah, yeah. hype yourself up <laughs> do that less <laughs> okay hype yourself up more okay. that's my challenge um I guess like for you um getting stuck I mean, going back to, like, what we were just saying, like, getting stuck in your own head about uh, your ideas and just going forth. And, I mean, like, you have the benefit that you work with a producer. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that I could, too, if I, like, would collaborate with a producer more for film. But, like, you work with a producer, so you have somebody else, like... To bounce my ideas off. Yeah, and I would use that more to your advantage Mm -hmm. and, like... Let him be the one that says, nah, like, this is a good idea be- Yeah, before you tell it to yourself. Yeah, so. absolutely. He's been, like, I, I will tell, like, he's, like, I will be honest with you if it's if it's something that I think you should choose another direction or choose yes. something else. So yeah, it is so nice to your, have Trust somebody. your creative vision yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that that would help you grow more as an artist for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Question four, uh, what do I do that makes you confident? Hmm. Hmm. What do you do that makes me feel confident? I feel like you're really good about hyping me up. I am the cheerleader. And for sure. you also make, force me to get out of my comfort zone with like places I go, people I meet. Um, you're like, really good about just like walking up to somebody and talking to them. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that like forces me to have to also be confident <laughs> and be like, there. Hey, <laughs> what's up? But like, even I feel like in like, um, like in, in like our, I don't even know what am I trying to say in 
with people who are also in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like you're very confident in that. And so I feel like being around you when you're in, in that confident headspace ha- helps me be like, okay, I can do this too. Like there's people, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. not like, mm-hmm. they're not like the freaking North star. Like mm-hmm. they're just literally like a human. So I think that has helped, that helps me be a little bit more confident. I feel like you make me feel a little bit more confident, like with in the same sense, but like in dating, because mm-hmm. I sometimes forget about like my self-worth and I forget to establish boundaries or assert my needs and you definitely provide that reminder (laughs) that gentle reminder of like hey (laughs) so you made me feel confident and and I I think also seeing a healthy relationship at some from someone my age like you and Blaine helps remind me that I shouldn't settle for like lower standards so you made me feel confident in more of those choices that I am because I have Physical evidence. You're like, I have an evidence that that, uh, somebody might treat you good one day. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. So question five, what do I do that makes you anxious? Mm. What do you do that makes me anxious? Hmm. I think it's whenever you snap. (laughs) <laughs> at somebody or me or somebody else <laughs> not in like a bad way but like when you are overly anxious mm-hmm. that makes me anxious <laughs> like one time I'll never forget we were in Wilmington and we were you were looking for we were going somewhere or doing something and you were like I just we cannot talk right now like I we are walking <laughs> I was like oh okay <laughs> You're like, we just Where have to, the fuck okay, I can't remember what we were doing here. Like, I, there's literally no context other than the fact that you were like, we just need to not speak right now, basically. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. And now, then I was like, crap, what did I do? Like, and then I just like went into this anxious like ball. But no, Where I mean, are we going? I have no idea. We were like walking what? downtown what? or something. It's so serious. <laughs> it was serious. I think we were going to get breakfast. <laughs> was I drunk? <laughs> no, I think we were angry. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I think we were going that to that. explain. If we I'm were hungry. Trying to, we were trying to find the donut play. I'm pretty sure that's where, when it was. But it was just like, uh, but that's really it. Like, if other we, than if that, I was I hungry, yeah, I'm sorry. The other time that you make me feel anxious is when you have when you want me to wake you up in the morning. <laughs> Daddy, you, I don't know why you're so afraid to wake me up. You and Blaine, that is the most anxious. When you're like, okay, wake me up in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> no, like, no. I'm serious. Like, I am I am not the kind of person. Like, no, I get it. There's some people who no, are like it's, scary it's like when they wake Blaine up. Blaine is mean, but you, I'm just like. Uh, like you're so peacefully sleeping and like you're not the most like excited <laughs> when you wake up i'm just confused meanwhile i'm like hi here's my coffee i've been out for three i'm like i've been up for three hours and i need someone to talk to you no, can you please wake up <laughs> like i feel bad if you've been up and i'm just sleeping like, please wake me up and i'm like oh dear god I'm like, bitch, why didn't you wake me up i didn't know you were and awake like, you just are sleeping so peaceful it's fine i just been here for but two I will hours keep sleeping i know you will <laughs> and i'm like thing. i think the anxiousness comes from like how do i wake her do i just yeah hit you with a pillow poke me and just be like hey hey wake up hey emily it's 9 a.m and i'll be like oh, oh. fuck <laughs> and just tell me what time it is and i'll be like oh shit we're late oh, man. <laughs> we're late we're late we're late no that's funny that's all you gotta do that's just it's super just... random but <laughs> that's the other day yeah. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah 
tell me and be like, hey, Emily. Mainly it's the times that we've done it where we've like gotten up for the sunrise and like neither of us want to be up at 5 a.m. And you're like, because yeah, if you're not up, I'm like, bitch, if she's not up, if I'm she's not getting up, up. Then we're not going to see this. Uh, for you, uh, yeah, it's more like when you snap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bad at seeing that. Seeing you on your bachelorette. Fighting with your sister. <laughs> oh, my God. You make me only want to have one child if I ever do have kids because I pity your mother <laughs> on yeah. your family vacations yeah. and we, just growing oh, up in general. Family vacations. There was always a fight. <laughs> just growing up in general, I feel for your mother. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. I, that was terrifying because I don't have a sibling. So I don't know what that's like. And I've never been on a vacation with somebody who has, like, with two siblings. So, um, that was interesting. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that I snap and then I cry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, it's like, it can be like whiplash. And I'm just like, I don't, what? what? <laughs> like, what is uh, occurring? I want to comfort you, but like, you were just really mean to me. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't want to comfort you right now, but I will in a little bit. Like, let me just get over this. Yeah, no, I, I just walk away and I'm like, I just need to walk away. I was like, I'm really trying to work on this. That is, that is the, that is another, that's a personal goal that I like didn't tell anybody about, but I am really trying to work on like not snapping so quickly. We have very, I feel like opposite reactions with high stress is that you are quick to anger and like verbalize that anger where it's i just shut, shut down, down and yes. get quiet yep um you and blaine are the same and i am like myself yeah. and i just snap i and it's and it's literally i say exactly what i'm thinking mm-hmm. which is where good I, and bad I at the same time don't say what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah. because if i do say what i'm thinking i'm, gonna I'm, hurt somebody. I'm yeah. going to hurt your feelings yeah. and i have done the thing in the past where i do say what i'm saying and it only ends badly so i'm like the better thing is for me to just shut the fuck up and then that's also not well because i'm not communicating and so it's like finding a happy medium i think it's important to voice what you're thinking but also i think it's i think i've learned from you and blaine it is a good thing to take time to kind of settle however if you were to also then ask me what is wrong i will say nothing i'm fine i'm fine and just not communicate and then i'll ask you seven more times (laughs) until you tell me Yeah. Mm. We're learning a lot about each other. <laughs> it's great. It's so much fun. Uh, I feel like I know this one about you, but I'm going to ask anyways because we literally just had this conversation the other day. Uh, question pressure. six. What is your love language? Oh, quality time. Acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we've been known this. <laughs> yes. What is your fight style? Uh, abrasive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just uh, isolation. Yeah. Abrasive is like, I feel that is like a really good way to describe. Like, I am hot. I am hot and steaming and... I am the kind of person where I, if I don't think I'm going to win that fight, I will isolate myself in a way and come back later when I'm calm and everything. But if it's a fight where like... Oh, you know you're going to... I'm prepared. I've seen you win these fights. Oh, (laughs) We'll never when, forget about the time you smacked that guy in the bar. <laughs> if it's a fight where I know I'm right, and it's a fight I've been, it's a conversation I've been like preparing for. Yeah, I am. I will bring receipts. 
I will be, I will have all my credentials. I will MLA format this bitch. I will have my work cited <laughs> page ready to go. Yeah. Um, and those I am I, I am not those are where I'm not afraid of confrontation. I'm not really ever afraid of confrontation. No, but you're just I think you're a little bit better about picking and choosing which ones are worth the fight and which ones you just yes. need to take the time. Yes. Because yeah. those are definitely I have those moments where I'm like I want to say a paragraph, but I choose not to because yeah. it's not worth the time and the energy. And I'm afraid that it's going to escalate into something bigger when it doesn't need to. And I don't want to have to worry and deal with that because I just don't have the time. Yeah. And it's just not that big of a deal. Last question. Is this relationship, friendship, going in the direction you want it to go? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, good luck back in LA. Um, Vegas will not be happening. Totes. Kidding. <laughs> no, I definitely feel like we've grown as friends. I feel like. Do you ever wonder where a friendship would be if we didn't have this podcast? I have before, but I feel, I feel like we were close before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. feel like we would have stayed close. Yeah. But I don't feel like we would necessarily keep up as much as we do because it forces us to have more conversations i mean like we naturally already talked every single day via text right regardless right but we like zoom each other at least once a week yes and we get to actually like and i mean before we record we spend an hour or so like catching up and so i feel like even though we're like across the u.s from each other we still know what's going on in each other's lives and we're like in our in the daily like we in the know Yes. Daily. So. Yes. And but yeah, I definitely think the podcast has made us stronger friends because one, we're working together, but two, we've also had like really vulnerable conversations with guests and each other mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. may not have had, had we not had a reason mm-hmm. to, like, true. to like have them. True, true, so. true, true. And yeah. it's forced, yeah, it's forced you to spend more time with me. Um, yeah, we be besties. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, those are the questions. We did add one in there, but those are the seven questions I think that Jay had. And I really... I can see how this would be like beneficial in any aspect, especially like the last question. I mean, with your relationship, with your work, yeah. like your coworkers, your boss, maybe, mm-hmm. or like, you know, your parents, even, I think it'd be a great conversation to have with parents yeah. and siblings too. So I highly encourage like going to this new year. If like one of your resolutions was to kind of strengthen your relationships and strengthen the people you're connected with or your relationship in the new year, this is a great way to kind of start that and really make an initiative and just say, Hey, like, you know, I really want to connect with you on a deeper level. Let's like check in with each other. And yeah. I think it's like a casual conversation that you could honestly have over dinner. Yeah. Like, it was oh, so yeah. short and brief. Oh, yeah. I feel like we could talk about this over dinner, mm-hmm. have a glass of wine, have a nice, you know, penne vodka. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like answering them about both of you is mm-hmm. helpful mm-hmm. and not that way you're not like just pinpointing all you want, of your information on one person. Even if you want to answer some of the stuff like about yourself, like yeah. we kind of did, I think that's also great too because yeah. it allows you to feel like you're both like, it doesn't feel like so much like an interview, you're having a full-on conversation. Right. And these are just like talking points that you're having in the conversation. Exactly. Well, I, I, I think our survival tip for this week, like I just said, is if this is something where like you're really wanting to improve like your relationships with people in your life and your partnerships and friendships, I highly encourage you to, you know, do this and even have your own self-reflection. Is there anything that's in your life that's making you anxious? Are there things about yourself that you feel super confident about? I think these are great 
self-reflective journal questions you can even add into your everyday life and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media which we will have linked in our show notes also if you are listening to us on apple Podcasts, please rate and review and then if you're listening to us on spotify go ahead and subscribe to our podcast So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.